y'all what's going on welcome back to the true that podcast i'm here with shelby and leah and we're going to be talking about fellowship so leah would you do us the honors of praying sin of course okay um valuals heads with me dear lord thank you so much for gathering us here today um help us speak truth and wisdom and um put your love in our hearts and allow others that are listening to hear it Amen. Amen. Yeah, so this podcast episode is following that such the perfect time because it's such a great bridge between loving God and loving others. I think it connects the two really well. Yes. True that. I agree. Also, I just want to point out that our podcast on love is coming out in February. So I think that's pretty, you know pretty ironic yeah yeah i mean it's almost like we planned it i don't know but But actually i don't think we did or at least i didn't and like (laughs) it just came together you know perfect it it really just happened you know yeah so let's hit the scripture about what the bible tells us about fellowship yeah all right let's get it sounds good shelby you got a verse for us Yes, I do. Okay, so I love Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12, and it says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, Two will withstand him. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. Wow. That is good. That is good. That really reminded me of Galatians 6 2, because it says, share each other's burdens and in this way obey the law of Christ. And so mm-hmm. I really love that because it shows us how we can really fall on each other. So, like, just like our little group, for example, like whenever we're really struggling with something, like, whenever we're just, like, facing a battle, like, I know that I can fall on y'all. I can ask y'all to pray for me and give me some, like, wise advice, like, from the Bible and, like, fall back on y'all so I don't fall on my face. Right. Um, also, I don't know if it was in that verse in, like, a different version, um, but it says when one falls and they're alone, like, no one, they don't have anyone to help them up, but, like, when yeah. they have someone that they do life with, there's always going to be someone to, like, lift them back up, which okay. is like the true like meaning of fellowship Mm -hmm. um for us to have one another just to like help remind of god's love yeah because i oh sorry (laughs) um i feel like it just fellowship is such a gift from the lord if we choose to press into it because the devil is always waiting to attack you and looking for the perfect spot but if you're constantly not necessarily physically but if you have friends who are checking in on you and who you do bible studies with and who you call and even if you go to the same school or not when they see you start to drift I don't know that's what I think of falling like whether you're really struggling in your faith or like there's a curveball at you or if you're just doing things that the lord doesn't instruct us to do having that fellowship where they can be like whoa what's going on let me lift you up man like that's so true that. 
Oh my gosh, yeah. It says I remember there's something that says like uh also when you hang around bad company, like you're kind of gonna mimic their behavior. And so when you're like hanging around these good people, like good friends that'll like lift you up, that'll remind you, Hey, what are you doing? Like, girl, get out of get out of your head, come on. Yeah. Yeah. My parents always tell me and my brother, like, you become who you um are around or who you put yourself around. Mm-hmm. Um so like and that is honestly like really true. If people around us are making good choices, we're gonna make good choices because they are and that's what everyone's doing. Mm-hmm. But if we're around people who are making bad decisions and that's all we're surrounded by, then there's gonna be no one to help us like make our good decision that we wanna make. Even though we might not like wanna make that bad bad decision, it's hard not to when that's the only people you're around. Yeah. yeah. That re- oh sorry. No go. Okay, uh, that really reminded me. It's a much smaller instance, but um, I was at soccer once, and I was hanging around uh, some of my friends from there. So the girl was like, kick the ball. Uh, the thing was that, like, the guys were putting their balls away. So I went out one of the guys' balls. She's like, go punt it. And so I did, you know? So not necessarily that it was bad company, just not the right idea, you know? Yeah, that right. reminds me of Second Corinthians six fourteen, which I wrote down, and it says, "Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers, mm-hmm. for what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness, or what fellowship has light with darkness?" Because even though, yes, you can have friends who are non-believers, you can have a boyfriend or a girlfriend who don't believe in Christ, but at the end of the day, you have to have relationships that are rooted in Christ because mm-hmm. yeah, it's so hard to walk through life and the trials that it throws at us. If we're surrounded by people that unequally yoke us that mm-hmm. don't have the same beliefs or morals or follow the Bible, the way the Lord instructs us to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Proverbs 27, 17 um, says iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. And I think, like, when we're around people and encouraged to do good, then we do good. But I kind of just thought of this. In, like, science, you know, I think if you put, like, iron in an acid or something, then it, like, something happens. Like, something not good happens to the iron. Um, right? Maybe? Any I think scientists? so. Um, and, like, if we put ourselves in, like, the acid or a bad situation, then we're going to become a worse version to like torn up yeah Mm -hmm. I know know that there have definitely been times when like I've just been like going through it like a storm or something and so it's definitely a lot harder when you're like going through it yourself like just by yourself and like yes you're obviously gonna have God walking like right beside you but like when we're in that state when we're like not walking with God like when we're choosing not to walk with God it becomes so much harder to know that he's walking with us and like whenever you don't have friends to back you up and like to kind of just carry your burdens with you then it that storm becomes so much harder because first of all you don't think that like God is with you and then second of all you don't have friends to reassure you that he is and so it like tears you up Mm mm-hmm yeah, I've said this before, and I'll say it again, because um, I can totally tell the differences between 
my relationships rooted in Christ and my relationships that aren't, even if oh, we're yeah. both believers, mm-hmm. but it's just the relationships where I invest in spending time in the word with my friends or praying for them intentionally or just sharing verses with one another. It is totally different than the friendships that we just, the Lord isn't a part of those. Yeah. Um, I agree. It's and crazy to look back and see like, oh my goodness, if all my relationships were like this one, life would be a breeze. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was thinking like, if you, if you're in a relationship with someone who is Christian, but they don't show that or your relationship doesn't resemble that, I guess, then mm-hmm. it's like meaningless because mm-hmm. there's like nothing there. But when you um, are in like constant like rejoice, rejoicement, is that a word? Like with the Lord, like when mm-hmm. you're just like, even like having joy with each other, that's something that the Lord gives us. And that's something that's so apparent when we're in fellowship with each other, like the happiness and everything. Yeah. And I feel like something that happens too, when you're like friends with someone who isn't really rooted in God, like, yeah, you'll have fun with them and you'll do fun things, I guess. But it's like, it wears off, you know, like Mm -hmm. you're satisfied for the moment of it. And you're like, oh, that was so much fun. Like we just, I don't know, egg to house. That was funny. Like, obviously, we don't always do that, but, like, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that was fun, blah, 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 and then, like, moments later, you can, like, fall into this kind of state where, like, now I'm bored, like, can I, Mm -hmm. what can I do now? Right. Yeah. And, like, also, I feel like when our relationship isn't rooted in Jesus, then I feel like there's room for comparison, and that can be, like, a really negative thing in, like, friendships or relationships, um, because it seems like you need to receive affirmation from the other person but like really the only affirmation we need is god's Mm -hmm. um and so that's like such an important thing to remember i i mean this is so important so i encourage anyone listening to really reflect right now go through your relationships your friendships your sibling relationships your parent relationships boyfriend girlfriend wife husband like is this relationship rooted in christ because it's so important. I saw, I don't know, something on Instagram where this girl said, my future husband, they need to love God more than they love me. And I think that should apply to any relationship because yeah. when that comes first, then I mean, everything is so much better. Oh, yeah. Oh, also, so when you say this, this is like really off topic, but one of y'all, so guys, if you don't know, um, obviously we're in like a group chat together well someone sent like this instagram like reel on it was like um when you when you're praying for like a guy and a guy's praying for you but you don't realize y'all are praying for each other and then god's like looking from heaven like ha, i have a plan for them that just that reminded me of that <laughs> yeah i love that i'm like ah oh, chills i know but yeah sorry oh okay. <laughs> true that yeah, it's crazy because fellowship, as we're talking about it, it just applies to everything that we have already talked about in our episodes and that we're planning to talk about. So, I mean, God's just like tying a bow on it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yes, yeah, right. I agree. 
And so another thing, like, I'm going to kind of switch it up here. Another thing I love so much about it, I'm going to actually share a verse because this, like, sums so much up. It's so good. It's 2 Timothy 2.22. It says, run from anything that stimulates uh, youthful lust. Instead, pursue righteous living, faithfulness, love, and peace. Enjoy the the, the companionship of those who call on the Lord with pure hearts. And when I got, oh my gosh, when I read that the first time, I was like chills because that Mm. literally, it like, it just spoke to me so deeply because like, it literally described my life before like I accepted Christ. And so I was like chasing after just all these different lusts, like just after like everything in the world, basically, and like not being satisfied. But whenever like I met Christ, like I met some people who were really rooted in him and like formed really deep relationships with them and like now like not only do they have a relationship with him like on their own but they encourage me to do that and they like push me to do better mm-hmm. that's so true yeah um yeah and oh yeah so I have said this before too but literally my favorite times of the weeks are or of the week are like the days that I'm, like, doing something in fellowship with others. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which includes my Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. So, okay. literally, like, more than half of my week, I have specific times planned out where I'm in fellowship with people. And it's such an important thing, like what Shelby said. So, I really encourage y'all um, just to, like, find a time to, like, at least once a week. And being in fellowship with someone doesn't necessarily mean they're like they're your age like you can be in fellowship with your neighbor or your pastor or like anyone mm-hmm. yeah so let's talk about ways we can fellowship because i know it's so hard during a pandemic and also if you're listening and maybe you never had fellowship before i mean we would let's expand on that i think low low roadway you know okay mm-hmm I know personally, um, like at our church, we have life groups or small groups, same thing. Um, and they're for all ages. So if you live near a church, chances are there's life groups that you can get connected in. And our church is launching ones for different sections, like older couples, new couples, newborn, like families with newborns, families with teenagers, youth groups for small groups, children, like it's everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like for like most of our audience are probably like same age, I guess. But like I feel like for the youth, especially, like youth groups are a really good thing to go for because they're just they're a lot of fun, first of all. Like I really like going to them. I'll I'll like you know, I'll just make that a part of my week just because I genuinely enjoy it, not like anyone forcing me to go. But also because like you'll have people there that are just really accepting and like really want you to be a part of their group and actually to like have fellowship with you right and oh yeah and if y'all are like struggling to like find um a way to connect you can always like message us um on our true dot that podcast account and we would love to like try to help y'all find a group or something Mm -hmm. yeah because what's so cool is you can message us through instagram or you can even message us through anchor which is the platform that we're doing this on also fun fact if at the beginning we've gotten better as the episode went on but we can't tell when we're about to talk because we're all <laughs> yeah. from our individual homes um oh it's yeah super cool 
So just a little heads up. I don't want y'all to think like, oh, they keep interrupting each other. We actually <laughs> can't see each other. So yeah, we're a little unorganized right now, but it's all good. It happens. Oh, speaking of fellowship, we, so this is really off topic again, but we just like participated in like, uh, it's called a Guatemala Bowl pretty much, but like, oh, yeah. it's like flag football and ultimate frisbee. And we were in fellowship with people that entire time, too. I'm just thinking of, like, fellowship. And, like, that was an example. Yeah. yeah. From Bible studies to even just going to church on Sunday. Or maybe you have a friend who is really rooted in God's word. And y'all can go on a walk. Or yes. oh, walks are so good. Uh, yes, we love so walks. <laughs> Also, something about fellowship is just, it's really rejuvenating because, like, mm-hmm. after a long re- yeah, long week, you can just kind of, like, tell them what's going on, ask them to pray for you, you know, like, get some good wisdom in there, like, find, like, seek understanding of, like, new things. So, like, if you're really having a problem with a person, you can be like, oh, this person, like, ah, and then, <laughs> like, and then they'll just be like, you know what, you know what the Bible says here? Love your enemies. And so Mm -hmm. on. And what I love is that, so we have a study on Friday mornings that, oh, so awesome. I love it. Um, And we have all different ages of high school students that go to it. And then our leader is our youth um, minister. So I love that we're all different ages because we all have different levels of wisdom and understanding from whether it's just what's going on in high school or about the Bible. It's just, it's really nice to have someone like our leader who has so much knowledge and so many experiences with Jesus to guide us in our faith walk as high schoolers. Such a blessing. It's, yeah. Also, like, that Bible study, we're with girls and boys. And so Mm -hmm. most times, or sometimes when we're in, like, our small groups, it's just, like, other girls that were around. But I really like, like, Friday mornings because we can understand, we can see Christ in the perspective of the guys as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, us girls, we tend to be more, uh, we talk a lot more. <laughs> so um, it's different and I love it. It's such a good <laughs> shout out to our Bibles and biscuits. Just yes. Shout out. <laughs> yeah. And it's like first Thessalonians 5.11 says, therefore encourage one another and build each other up just as you are doing. I mean, that study, we pray for everything. We pray for our AP Euro tests. We pray for family relations. We pray, pray for sickness. It's so good to have teammates behind you in this crazy game called love. Yeah. And Matthew eighteen twenty. I don't know if we said this already, but it says, for where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. And, like, God gave us each other because we're not supposed to like go through our life alone um and he will be there with us in fellowship mm-hmm. yeah just another verse that kind of stuck out to me was first corinthians twelve twelve, and it says for just as the body is one and has many members and all the members of the body though many are one body so it is with christ so i love that we're brothers and sisters with believers in Christ all around the world. 
Africa, mm-hmm. China, America, wherever. Like, we have so many brothers and sisters that we can pray for, um, that we can encourage. And so it's nice to know that. Yeah. Yeah. It also definitely shows us how we should, like, act, like, with more love towards one another because, like, we're all brothers and sisters. And, like, I know how there have been, like, things about, like, the corruption in the church or, like, just, like, overall hypocrisy in the church and things like that. That's not what it's meant for. The church is meant for gathering together for fellowship and for love. But, like, some people will really turn it into, like, a chance for them to be, like, oh, look at how, like, godly I am. Mm -hmm. But, really, it's just, like, hey, like, I heard, or, like, like, let me come to you when I'm struggling. You can come to me when you're struggling. And we can, like, go through this together. We can lift up God's word together. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I just found, like, a really good verse. Um, Genesis 2.18 says, Then the Lord God said, It's not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. So, literally, God, like, made our life, designed our life, and designed another person's life, and designed all these people's lives, and made, like, pathways for them each to like intersect and that's mm-hmm. how we're in fellowship with each other like mm-hmm. it's crazy how he's like i want leah and shelby and kirsten to do this and then he knew before we were born that we were going to start this podcast and we were going to oh like gosh. do this and i think that's that is crazy i love that it totally reminded me well two things first of what leah said earlier where it's how you have a woman praying for a man and a man praying for a woman and jesus in heaven is like ah Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, oh, guys, that was me. Whoops. <laughs> All good. Um, and then also, I saw a post by Sadie Robertson a while ago. Um, oh, I love her. Where she was, her and her friend prayed when they were young that they would, oh, like, yeah. get married around the same time and be pregnant together, and it's happening. And it's just, mm. that's crazy how God totally orchestrated that. It, yes. It's, yeah. Yeah. yeah completely a god thing and i it's so cool oh my gosh oh i love that yeah one thing that i started which this kind of has to do with fellowship but kind of not um is i'm writing letters to my future husband Mm. um yes in a journal and i don't know it just reminded me that god he has such an amazing plan for all of us and we don't know what it is yet but i'm just I'm smiling right now while I'm saying it. I have no idea what's <laughs> going to happen tomorrow, but I know that God has it under control and that can give me yes. hope. And, and, oh, speaking of like the latter thing, um, one of our other friends that like we go to church with and Bible study with and worship with or whatever, um, her parents, she like told us this, don't worry, but um, <laughs> her parents or her mom, I think like wrote notes and then when her and her her mom and her dad got married like her mom gave her like the notes that she wrote to her soon-to-be husband like when she was younger and so yeah I just think that's such a cool thing to do I try to like do that and then I'm like oh so I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep working on it keep working on it yeah that's the great thing about fellowship we can encourage each other even if it's encouraging you to write letters (laughs) exactly Letters are fun to write. They are. Yeah. I know. And one thing I love is fellowship. You don't have to live right next door to someone to have fellowship. 
one of my best friends um, lives in a completely different state than I live in. And I love her. I can talk to her about anything. We can just text each other on rants like, oh, my goodness, this is happening at school and I don't know what to do. And I know that she'll pray for me and I'll pray for her. And so that's another thing to remember. Also, with new technology, I know everyone's sick of Zoom, but Zoom, FaceTime, I mean, God can reach anyone. That's, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And another important thing is that God commands us to have fellowship. He created us to have fellowship. So, like, woo, let's have fellowship. Come on. Exactly. It's good. It's a great way to love God and love others. Exactly. And yes, our fellowship, I know it can be hard to love others sometimes, but when we're in fellowship with each other, we can encourage us just to love people for like who they are, even when it gets a little rough. Oh, yes. And I I feel like one thing that hinders people sometimes is fear. Like if you've never gone to a church before, the fear of joining a new life group Mm -hmm. or you're trying out a youth group for the first time, or it's just been a while. It's, you'll reap so many benefits. Take that leap of faith. You got this. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. So, oh yeah, I saw like this thing. It was, um, the some of the most, um, enjoyable, beautiful things in life on the other side of fear. Mm -hmm. Um, so like once we just like take that leap of faith um it's like there's like a whole new world of benefits and just of things we can gain and yeah 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 love that all right any closing thoughts from anyone i forgot who said it but uh i think shelby said it like yeah it definitely does take a leap of faith to like get into like a new church new youth group whatever but I think it's definitely worth it, especially because you're just going to form, like, such a close bond with some of the people there. And, like, if y'all are, like, fellowshipping right, you know, uh, like, bringing each other joy, like, lifting each other up, then, yeah, it will really just bring you such a great relationship that, like, uplifts Christ. Yeah. Yes. 1,000% worth it. Yes. All right, we thank y'all for joining us on our second episode of the True That Podcast. Um, Follow us on Instagram. Share with your friends. God bless you. Bye. 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 Bye.